fifth class is a memory of Jared Orchen, and today we're going to learn Parshat Emor on page 321. This parsha speaks about the Jewish holidays. That second half of the parsha speaks about all the Jewish holidays. Speaks about Shabbat first, then about Pesach, counting of the Omer, Shvues, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, Shmini Atzeres, all of this. But to understand what's going on with the holidays, we need to understand how, how we decide when is the holidays. We should start. Okay. To decide where the holidays are and by the Jewish calendar. Shabbat is the seventh day from after the creation of the world. Basically, God decided when Shabbat is. God created the world on day one, two, the seventh day he rested. Since, day we are, since then, we are counting six days and we're resting on the seventh. Simple. Okay, kind of a dumb question, but how did they figure out when was the first day, the first time? Adam and Eve was on Friday, right? Okay. It was born Friday afternoon, the first Shabbat. Then it was the second Shabbat. Then it was the third Shabbat. So it goes all, It has to start in the very beginning then to determine when the first day of the week was? Probably. <laughs> Probably. Were they born like kids or adults? They were born like adults. But holidays, holidays is, not, is dependent on the Jewish calendar. Pesach, the Torah tells us, is the 15th of the month, right? The month of Nisan. Uh, Yom Kippur is the 10th of the month of Tishrei. How I know when is the 10th of, of when is the 15th of the month of Nisan? I need to know when is the beginning of Nisan. The Jewish calendar is a mitzvah to have a calendar and to count months started when the Jews before they left Egypt. God told them the month of Nisan, the month of the of uh, Pesach, should be for you the first month in the Jewish calendar. Until then, the Jewish people did not have an obligation to count months. What does this mean? And every year, how many days are in a year? 365 and a quarter. 365 days. A full cycle of the, of the sun. Month, in essence, you can live in every calendar of days. You don't need months. Today is, is 50, day 53 of the year. Today is day 213 of the year. Today is 300 day of the year. You don't need months. It would be very nice. You can live a good life without months altogether came to God and said in the Torah that we need, uh, I want you to count months. What means to count months? To count the cycle of the moon. In a year, there are 12 cycles of the moon. Now, how many days is a cycle of the moon? 29 and a half. 29 and a half. Then if you want to put 12 cycles, 12 months in a year, 29 and a half times 12 is... 354? 354 days. That's a full cycle. Then God said to the Jewish people, I want you, when it's coming the beginning of the month, you should pronounce it as a special day. It's a holy day, Rosh Chodesh. That's what Rosh Chodesh is. Rosh Chodesh means the end of the month. Like Rosh Hashanah, the end of the year. Rosh Hashanah, the end of the year. Rosh Chodesh means the end of the, the, end of the month. And you count, you, and you count days of the month, the end of the month, 
you count, you start another month and another month. That we have 12 months. In the Torah, the months do not have names. They have numbers. The first month is the month of Pesach. The second month is the month that we are going to start Thursday, actually. The third month is the month of Shavuos. The seventh month is the month of Pesach. Then we have 12 months. What the problem with this? The problem with this is that there is a discrepancy between 12 months, that's only 354 days, and a full year, the cycle of the sun, that's 365 days. Now there is a Christian calendar, there is a Muslim calendar, and there is a Jewish calendar. The Christian calendar is the secular calendar that we use today. It goes by the year. 365 days is a year, finished. The month they, they divided has nothing to do with the month. Because there cannot be a month of 28 days, because the cycle of the moon is 29 and a half. You can make a month of you can make a month of 29 days, but not on the basically a month can be or 29 days or 30 days. There is no month of 28 days. There is no month of 31 days, no such thing. Then it's just arbitrary. Just divide it into 12 pieces, kind of going by the moon, but not really. That's the moon, that's the Christian calendar. Then there is the Muslim calendar. The Muslim calendar is just the opposite. It's a, it's a calendar that goes only by the moon. The Christian goes only by the sun, the Muslim goes only by the moon. What means it goes by the moon? 12 moons is a year. Then every year in the Muslim calendar is 12 moons, 354 uh, days. After 33 years, they are losing a year. When a Muslim says I'm 34, in the Christian calendar is 33. When he's 60, he says he's 68, he's really 66. And some people will discover that they are young. Again. <laughs> Here comes the Jewish calendar, the complicated calendar, or on the other end, the complete calendar. On one end, a year we go by 365 days. A year is 365 days. Still, we want to go by the month. Still, the holidays, the calendar goes by the month. And therefore, how we combine these two things? The week goes by the week, by the year, basically. Every, sh every, every seven days is a week. It's nothing to do with the month. But the month, God wants us to make the holidays by the Jewish month, by the month. What means by the month? For example, he said that Pesach has to be in the spring. Spring seasons is dependent by the year, right? On one end, Pesach has to be the 15th of the month of Nisan. goes by the moon. On the other end, it must be by the spring. How these two can go together? If I go only by the month, this month, this year, I finish the year after 355 days, 54 days, that is 12 months, right? That means this year Pesach will be, um, let's say Pesach is April 1st. Next year, Pesach will be March 20, March 20, March 19, 365 days, right? Absolutely. If you lose, in a regular year, if you lose 11 days, it's 11 days earlier. 
העיר ליידר, פסח will become earlier, another 11 days earlier. העיר ליידר, פסח will become earlier, another 11 days. Then the holiday will constantly move, like the Ramadan is constantly moving. The Ramadan is in the summer, then a year later is 11, years, 11 days earlier, and earlier, and earlier, because it goes every 12 months, constantly changing. But the Torah says that it must be in the spring. Then, the, then Pesach must be in the spring. Therefore, every year, when Pesach gets too early, we add another month. And that's the leap year, like this year. Because if not for this year, if not for this leap, year, leap month that we had the second Adar, when would be Pesach this year? Pesach was what? April 14th. 14th. It would be March 14th. It would be before the equinox, before the beginning of the spring. Because of this, we had another month. Then we constantly, on one end we go by the month, but at the other end we adjust the holidays to the sun. Because the holidays are season, are, are dependent on the seasons. And the more spring you should have, you should have Pesach. And on Shavuos is the, is the holiday of the harvest, of the, of the Chag HaKatsir. Chag HaKatsir is uh, yeah. of the coding, of the, of the oh, raping, of the coding the, 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 the wheat. The wheat. And then in the harvest is the Sukkot. Then it's, it's agricultural, dependent on the agricultural year. It depends on the, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the season. The season depends on the sun, not on the moon. Then the Jewish people, on one end, count 12 months, on the other end, constantly adjusting it with the sun, the calendar. Then when every two or three years, we add a full month to the calendar. That's what we do. Out of curiosity, uh, there are a couple of fringe Jewish groups who used a purely solar calendar. Is that possible to use uh, and, and be consistent with, with the Bible? No, in the Bible it's written that you should have a Pesach on the 15th of the month of Nisan. I mean, a month, the word month cannot go only by a solar calendar. I guess you could reassign the date and just say, you know, the 15th day of the month of Nisan is whatever day you say it is. <laughs> <laughs> But then it's not month. Yeah. A month means by the moon. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out how these groups... It had a purely solar calendar if they were trying to keep what the Bible said. Where, where did you hear of this? Uh, ancient the, times? No, the, well, the, the, yeah, this is the Essenes, you know, the Dead Sea Scroll people. Oh. Apparently there's some archaeological records that kept a solar calendar. Uh, I'm just wondering how they managed I to mean, do that. I mean, I just don't understand how they went behind the, the idea of this month should be a beginning of the month. There is a, there is a special prayer to, for the new moon. Right? Mm -hmm. a, a, a blessing and everything, we are going by the moon. I mean, now, how they used to establish the new moon? Because it's 29 and a half days. Then 29 and a half days, it means after 29 and a half days, they have to, to wait to see when the new moon will be seen. Sometimes it's seen by the, by the end of the 29th day. It means that the Terriet today is the first day of the new month. Then the past month was only 29 days. Sometimes if you don't see the new moon, automatically the Terry first day is the beginning of the new month. We don't have to look for the moon, no matter what. If it's not seen by the Terriet day, then the, day, this, the past month is a month of Terry days. 
And I know for sure that the, the next day starts a new moon because I know that the cycle is not more than 29 and a half days. So why would you have to look at the moon every month? Wouldn't you just have to verify the moon one day in the year for, for Pesach and then calculate 29 and a half days, 29 and a half days? Because, half because days. no, even, yeah. even, not because, first of all, let's say it's Pesach, then the next, the next, Rosh Hashanah depends if the month, if the new moon showed up after 29 and a half day, tw after 29 days, so to speak, in the Terrier day, then the next month starts a day earlier. So you don't know in any particular month which day it's going to be on either no. side? Even if you know, even if you can calculate it, you must see it. I guess the question would be, why would you have to see it if, if you could calculate it? Because <laughs> it's written that the, the law is that you have to, that you have to, to, to sanctify the new, moon, the new month. Early, you must only if you saw the, if you saw the, the, the moon. If you didn't see the moon, you cannot you cannot pronounce a new month. What if it's cloudy? Then you you don't see it. That you wait another day, and it'll be a full month of thirty days, and then you start a new month. So how did the priest do it before the rabbis? Do we know? What do you mean the priest before the rabbis? It was always always the Beit in Jerusalem announced it in the beginning. Also, they they looked on the moon. They didn't know that calculation is already takes advantage takes uh, scholars. The simple way was to look out to see a new moon. That's well, it. Let's go back to the desert or the first temple or what have you, you know, pre-rabbis, pre-any uh, institution. Hey, the <laughs> rabbis, pre-rabbis too. You understand? <laughs> Moses, I think so. I mean, yeah. Time. I mean, Moses was a nice rabbi before the rabbi's time, you understand? <laughs> but weren't the priests kind of in charge of doing that sure, stuff? Sure, I'm sure they were in charge of it, yes. They were in charge of all the scholarship, of all learning, of all teaching. They were in charge of this too. And they, you said something about the moon, and if you you don't see it, then it would be automatically. 30, you said yeah. something about thirty-one. The number thirty-one, so to speak, will be the first day of the new of so the new like second month. That's a regular solar uh, solar. Uh, no, not days. number. There is not thirty-one. I would say I said the no, the day after the thirtieth day would be the first of the new month. Clear? You understand what I'm saying? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> The, there could be all a month could be only 29 days or 30 days, not 31. I just said the number 30, the 31 day will be the first day of the new month, no matter what. It can never be a month of 31 days, that's what I'm saying. It could be only 29 or 30. Now, the Jew, that, was, that was every month. Then when they, when, whenever they saw that witnesses, or saw the new moon, they came to Beidin. And they announced Rosh Chodesh. Then tonight starts Rosh Chodesh, actually, right? They announced Rosh Chodesh, a new month. How can everybody else know about it in Jerusalem? People say, okay, five people know that's Rosh Chodesh. How will the rest of the world Smoke know Rosh Chodesh? They used to have a system, an amazing system. They used to, in every, on the mountain, they used to get up on the highest mountain near, not far from Jerusalem, and light a fire. And people were awaiting the day. They knew that might be a fire tonight. They didn't wait three days before, they didn't wait three days later. They knew, they calculated from 29 days on the last month, maybe today's Rosh Chodesh. They saw the fire, they were lighting a fire. The, the next community, and the next community, all the way to Babylon. In a few hours, the whole thing was in flames, if you want. Reminds me of the Indians. <laughs> yeah. They still do it. <laughs> Until came a time, the Samaritans, Sadducees, all these troublemakers who start to light fires even when the Beidin did not announce the new month. 
just to confuse people. Then the, 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 the Jewish people that came up with a new system, they couldn't use it anymore because people got confused. Why it's so important if, if they made a day, the day earlier or day later? Let's say it's the month of Nisan. If today is Rosh Chodesh, 15 days from today is Pesach because Pesach is the 15th of the month. If tomorrow is Rosh Chodesh, 15 days from tomorrow is, Rosh, is, is Pesach. Then I might need the Pesach a day early. A day too early. And it's not, it's not Pesach. Because who decides when Pesach? The rabbis who decided when the beginning, the Beidin who decided when the beginning of the month. Means God gave the Jewish people the power to decide when is the Jewish month. When is the Jewish holiday? Not only when the Jewish month. When is Yom Kippur? When is Rosh Hashanah? It's up to the Beidin. Not to, uh, not to when the seventh day of the week is up to the is is up to Hashem, so to speak. God created the world from this since then we count seven days. When is Rosh Chod, when is the Pesach, when is Shvuiz, when is Sukkot? It's up to the Jewish people. To human beings. And that's that's an amazing thing that God gave to the Jewish people. What's a holiday? A holiday means a time that we spend time with God. A vacation if you want. In England, they call the vacations, they call the holidays, mm -hmm. South Africa. Holiday means a vacation with God. Who is in charge on your calendar? Who decides when you're going on vacation? Your wife. God and the Jewish people, we are the wife, God is the husband. That he gave us the calendar, we should decide when the holidays are. Not only we decide when the holidays are, the Medrash puts it in such a way, and God is asking his heavenly court, let's find out if the, if the court in Jerusalem, when they decided when Rosh Hashanah is, and I will sit on the chair of judgment and I will judge the people. When is he going to judge the people? When, God, when the Jewish people decide that Rosh Hashanah is. And this is in short what's going on with the Jewish calendar. It's on one end, it's on the... What happened? The fires were not sufficient anymore. That they said they will send out messengers to the Jewish communities to let them know when is Rosh Chodesh. They will know when Pesach is. That today they announce, Rosh Chodesh, okay, the, the messengers are ready and the horses, they're flying out to all the Jewish community to tell them when Rosh Chodesh is. And to know when Pesach is. Pesach is the 15th of the month, right? How far can you get with a horse in 15 days? And there is Shabbos and there is this. How long can you can go? Not, too not far. to Babylon. <laughs> not to Babylon, right? Then what should, the the Jews, what should you do the Jew in Babylon who is sitting there and he doesn't know when Rosh Chodesh is and there is no telephone, no cell phones, no faxes, no, no nothing, go Pigeons. Pigeons. It was before the days of pigeons, probably. <laughs> then the answer is, because they were not sure what the day is, Rosh Chodesh could be, well, it's always only one day question. The 29th day, or the ter or the if, if the terrier day is the first of the new month, or the terrier first day is the first of the new month, then they started to have two day yontif because they were not sure when is the 15th of the month. Is today the 15th of the month, or tomorrow is the 15th of the month? That's how came two days yontif to the world because they didn't know when Rosh Chodesh is. You so mean like first and second Seder? 
-hmm. Yes, that's why there is a first and a second Seder. So technically Satan. we could have first Seder and it's really not Passover. Is it in, in the, the In the olden days? Yeah. Absolutely, yes. Okay. It, because you don't know. Because right. yeah. you don't know what happens in Jerusalem. Right. Isn't Israel it's one Seder? That's why in Israel, it was in, the, in that time, the messengers could come to every community that they knew when the 15th of the month is, that they had only one day on the, one pay, one Seder. He, he, everywhere in diaspora, they couldn't reach. Now, in essence, there were places that they could reach in 15 days, like Egypt, like Lebanon, could reach in 15 days. That in these days, they did only one day. That not everywhere in diaspora they did two days. Most of the places. But after the time, then came the time when they established, the rabbis established a calendar. Now there is a calendar. We don't go out, and nobody in Jerusalem looks on the moon in this name, and pronounce it Rosh Chodesh. Now we know a hundred years from now when it will be Pesach, right? When, when did they establish that? During the second, uh, post-second no, temple? post-second temple. Post-second like temple. 300? Time of Shmuel, yeah. Okay. Shmuel, uh, um, that was, was a maven, in, he, he was in Yachino, he was called. He understands, he understands the, the moon. He established the calendar. Then they established the calendar. Then the problem basically solved. No more two days yontef, right? Yeah. You already know when you were married. You still got a problem. You got to go to your mother-in-law's. You got to go to this yeah, one. You got to have two in, days. You're right. right. In Israel, <laughs> it's always a fight. This year we were going to her parents or his parents. In America, thank God, at least this fight is not there. Okay. One night you go to your parents, one night you go to their to their parents. Peace in the home, right? That's exactly. That's a big thing. <laughs> that the rabbis send a message to the people in the diaspora. Continue your tradition to have two days yontif. Even now that we know for sure when is Pesach, and when is Sukkot, and when is Rosh Hashanah, continue two days yontif. Why? Tradition. Traditions. Keep, keep, continue your parents' traditions. But not in Israel. Because it was never a tradition in Israel. What does this mean, keep your parents' tradition? It's a very powerful statement. The eight-day Pesach is in Israel. The eight-day Pesach is in Israel a regular day. If it's a regular day, we have to put on film, right? Putting on film is a biblical mitzvah. That the rabbis overri were overriding the mitzvah, so to speak, of putting on film just to continue the traditions. Because the rabbi said if it was for so many years that God made it in such a way that the Jewish people should have two days yontef, in Judaism you never go back. If you started something, you continue it. And there is many examples for it. One example is uh, the Aftorah, for example. Why out started the Aftorah? The Aftorah started because in the time of the Romans, they banned studying the five books of Moses. A strange thing, they didn't ban the prophets. They didn't ban the scriptures. Only the five books of Moses, because that was the book of the law. Didn't it go back to the Greeks with that time? Yeah. The Greeks, I mean, I mean okay. the, the Greeks. Then, um, then the rabbis at that time looked for pieces in the Torah, pieces in the prophets who are connected, who are speaking in the same concept that speaks in the, in the parish of the week. Like this Parsha, Emor speaks about the Kohens, the whole first half of the Parsha. The Aftorah speaks about the job and the, uh, of the Kohens, what they have to do. 
And the, and the same thing, for example, the, when the Torah speaks about the story of the spies, that Moses sent spies to the twelve to, to Israel, to spy Israel, the story is about Joshua sending two spies to spy the land of Israel. Now, the same thing. Then the Greeks are, over, are gone, gone and done. The decree is, is illuminated. We can, we, can have, we can have now, we can, have, we can read the regular, the regular parsha. We didn't say, oh, now we don't need the Aftoras. Gone. Done. We have the parsha, we have the original. If God made it, the Jewish people should have Aftoras, that because he removed from us the Torahs, we'll, we'll stop doing it, we'll go back. The same thing is, is this idea. In Judaism, you never go back. You always add. You don't go. You don't, you don't retract. To the Yontef is even more than one the Yontef. It should have started because he didn't know. But in essence, there's a higher spiritual level there. That's why the, Torah, the rabbi said, don't go back. Now there is a story in the Talmud about one year, was in the time of Rabban Gamliel. Two witnesses and came and said that the beginning of the month of Tishrei, Rosh Hashanah, they saw no moon. And the other rabbi said, it's impossible that they saw no moon. It's cal calculatively, it's not true, it cannot be. But Rabbi Gabriel, the leader of the Jewish people at that time, accepted it and pronounced Rosh Chodesh. That means if today is Rosh Hashanah, Ten days from today is Yom Kippur. But Rabbi Yeshua was the second in command of Rabbi Gamliel. Didn't agree with it. They said that's not Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Chodesh today, it's not Rosh Hashanah. Then, then, then it's eleven days from now is Yom Kippur. The Rabbi Gamliel says ten days from today is Rosh is Yom Kippur. He says no, I have my own Yom Kippur. Can you imagine what it would be? Yeah. One shul is fasting on Wednesday. The other shul is fasting on Thursday. In Jerusalem alone. Rabbi Gamliel was the boss. He said, you better come. I think Rabbi Yeshua lived in Yavne. Told him, you come from your city to me, and Yom Kippur, with your wallet, and you Yom Kippur, and you Yom Kippur, with your wallet, and your horse, with your staff, like a regular day, to show that you don't observe your Yom Kippur, that you don't have your own Yom Kippur, you observe Yom Kippur, whatever I decide. Obviously, he was very depressed. I mean, he didn't mind to fast two days, but he believed Yom Kippur. The holiest day of the year, and he knows for sure that this is not true. Rabbi Akiva was a young student at that time. Rabbi Akiva came to him and told him, Rabbi, I want to tell you something. And this comes from the parsha of this week. He says, it's written in the parsha of this week. I'm going to, I'm going to, now let's start to read it. Chapter 23, number 1. And I spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to B'nai Yisrael, and say to them, The appointed times of Adonai, which you shall proclaim them as holy assemblies. Oh, that he came and he told them, It's written here, Would you shall proclaim, proclaim them as your holy assemblies. You have to proclaim them. That means it's up to the Jewish people to proclaim the Jewish holidays. And he said, Even if they make a mistake, even if they are purposely doing them, uh, changing it for whatever reason, the bottom line is he told them, God gave the Jewish people the power to decide the, the date of the holidays. And he says, it's, you have no reason to be upset about it. 
Is this one of the reasons why uh, Rabban Gamliel got uh, excommunicated? Yes, later, yeah. yeah. But it's he, a whole he, other story, yes. He was taking the authority himself rather than letting the majority decide here? That was not the problem so much as, 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 as ex- executing his power over Rabbi Yeshua. Embarrassed him. Then the first time they didn't say anything because he was right, you understand? <coughs> then after Rabbi, Rabbi Akiva told them that, he comforted Rabbi Yeshua. Basically, he shouldn't feel like he's violating the holiday. He told them because ultimately it's up to the bathing in Jerusalem. It doesn't make a difference when, the, when was the moon, in essence. Munahin, Munaher. It's when the rabbis decide. God empowered the rabbis to decide when the holiday is. Then you have nothing to worry about. That was Rabbi Akiva's brilliantness. Was he was put in the, in, the, in, in the world of the Bible. It was an amazing breakthrough to look, how to look at the whole thing. And he, celebrated, he, he actually, Rabbi Yeshua actually came and, the, and he's on Yom Kippur, so to speak. He came to Rabbi, Rabbi Gamliel with his wallet and Rabbi Gamliel got up and he kissed him and he told him, you are my student and by listening to me, but you're my, my rabbi by your behavior. I'm impressed by your behavior. That's why on, on Shabbat, it's how we say the Kiddush, Baruch Atah Hashem, Mekadesh HaShabbat, right? The one who sanctified the Shabbos. Who sanctifying the Shabbos? Hashem. Because the six days, God created all six days. How we finish the Kiddush of the holidays? Who remembers? Mekadesh Israel Ve'azmanim. Sanctifies Israel and the times. And the holidays. The, the rabbi says like this. The rabbi explained like this. He sanctifies Israel, and Israel sanctifies the times. He empowers the Jews to sanctify the times. That's why the Kiddush is different by, the, by, by Yontef than by Shabbos. Because Yontef is up to us, so to speak. God gave us to, the power to decide when Yontef is. And that's what the whole calendar is all about. And uh, that's what we decide in Pesach is, in essence. We de- who is the, cal- the calendar was decided by human beings too. Not by God. Somebody set up a system. And really, in a, it's not always a, a going p- perfect with the sun and, the mo- and with the moon. Some Rosh Chodesh are not exactly, if you go outside and look for the new moon or Rosh Chodesh, not every time you're going to find a new moon. Mm-hmm. Depends on the year. Depends on the, the, on the, the system. I think now it's more adjusted this year, I think. But there is sometimes you see it a day later or a day later. Because it's 29 and a half days, that's also why there is every month, one month is two day Rosh Chodesh, one month is one day Rosh Chodesh. One month, because one month is only 29 days, one month is 30 days, one month is 29. Then it's actually now Jewish calendar, some months are 30 days, some months are only 29 days. This month, the month of Nisan is 30 days. There is Lamed Nisan, the 30th day in the month of Nisan. And the next day will be the first, Thursday will be the first of year. The, the month of year is only one day, one day, uh, was only 29 days. And after 29 days, right away starts the month of Sivan. So we, even our months aren't exactly mathematical Because months. you cannot have 29 <laughs> yeah. and a half days. Yeah. You cannot have a month by hours. You must have a month of, 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 of days. Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah is, even two, is two days even in Israel. Why is Rosh Hashanah two days in Israel? What's changed Rosh Hashanah than any other holiday? Every other holiday, Pesach, Sukkot, is only one day in Israel, two days in Diaspora. 
Why, why this is in Israel two days? What do you think? I never knew that. Rosh Hashanah is two days in Israel. Has to do with the Just like, like here. Rosh Hashanah is the first of the month. Mm -hmm. Right? Now, let's say they didn't see a new moon. Four o'clock in the morning. Ten o'clock in the morning. The next day, somebody shows up and says, I saw a new moon! That means Rosh Hashanah started last night. And it's too late. You didn't make kiddish. You didn't eat, you didn't eat a, a, a deep apple and honey. You didn't do anything. Then because you might end up in the middle of the day discovering that Rosh Hashanah started last night, they made it, they started Rosh Hashanah no matter what, if they saw the Numun or not, they always started a, night, a day before just in case. That's why any other day, any other holiday is the 15th of the month. We have time to figure this out. Whenever we will, we, it's 15 days from now, no Rosh, 10 days from now. But this is, this is, a, this is a must. If you, you might miss Rosh Hashanah, if, it's, if Rosh Hashanah is only one day, and you discover that 11 o'clock in the, in the morning, Rosh Hashanah is over. <laughs> hey, Rosh Hashanah, too late! Oh, this year we didn't have Rosh Hashanah, what should you do? What about the no blowing the That's exactly. Therefore, they had it two days, no matter what, they have Rosh Hashanah. Yom Kippur is the only holiday we have also only one day, even in diaspora, right? Because he can't fast two days. There is a Talmudic story about a man, where a messenger who arrived from Israel, came to Babylon, and the rabbis were there fasting, and they were about to break the fast. And he showed up and he said, Tomorrow is Yom Kippur! And the rabbi who was fasting told them, you, my blood is a new red, he told them, so to speak, if something will happen to me, is a new red, who asked you to run and to own? Then in that time, when, they, when things were not clear, if somebody comes and tells you, hey, they yesterday and I'm coming from Israel now, and I'm telling you that you keep it as tomorrow, not today, you were almost fasting, finishing the fast the whole day. My father had a, a similar experience, I mentioned it on Shabbos, then he, he, he once, he was in uh, Russia, he was in jail in the 1950s, because he and a group of yeshiva students tried to escape from Russia and to, sm uh, to smuggle out of, the, of uh, the, the borders. They were caught. They were sentenced to 25 years in, in, a, in, a, in a prison in Siberia, Siberia for harsh labor. And the only way to know when Pesach is, they didn't have a Jewish calendar, that he was from cards, from letters, from home, they used to send them, right? And when, when is the holidays? And he couldn't write openly, because then they would not get the letters. They had to write in, in a round and about way when the dates of the holidays are. My father started to count a day early. One year, he started the holiday a day earlier. And what means for my father starting a day earlier? He didn't eat hummus. The only food that you give to give in jail is to give you bread and soup. The soup was not kosher, he didn't need it a whole year. And he used to give the soup, exchange the, the soup with sugar cubes. And that he collected a whole year sugar cubes and he kept it for Pesach. And on Pesach he used to survive on sugar and water. Eight days. And he was he started a day earlier and he finished the and he broke the he finished the, the holiday a day earlier. That, when, that was the last year before he came out from jail. And then, and then when he came out from jail and discovered that it was a day that six years later when he told the story, he had tears in his eyes, hmm. that he was eating chomets, God forbid, on the day, the last day of Pesach, after having his own Pesach for eight days. 
and that's what that could happen when you 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 that's how important the calendar is but that's why Yom Kippur was that he had a similar story with his rabbi who had Yom Kippur who fasted for two days because he heard that he could not not fast another day that's what we have and that's the Jewish holidays now we learn about the holidays from inside can I just make one that's yeah it. please right, right after um I was reading number three. No, no, but before it says, these are my appointed times. Okay, after the hope. So you're saying that the Jewish people make the, make the holidays. And that becomes God's appointed times. Does, is, is it a holy, it's a holy sanctified day? Sure. Whatever the Jewish people decide when Pesach is, that becomes the holy day for God. That shows us the power that God empowered the Jewish people. Just like God empowered the Kohen to bless the congregation. Who is a Kohen? Who is he to bless? Blessing, so to speak, comes from God. God blesses the people. Regular guy. He's a nice guy. We have nothing against the Kohens. <laughs> but who are they to bless me? God say empower them that Kohens should get up and bless the congregation. And God says, and I will bless the people because the coins give you a blessing. They are my conduit to bless. Is that a mediator in that sense? No. A mediator. It's a mediator. It's a flow. I, I it flows. The blessings flow. Our job. That's all. And we do what God says. What God said. Mm-hmm. So They're not mediators. Right. Because when a Jew, when a Kohen blesses the Jewish people, that's created the desire of God to bless the Jewish people. And God blesses the Kohens for blessing the Jewish people. Basically, God takes enjoyment when one Jew blesses another Jew and empowers the Kohen to do it. That like empower the Kohen to bless the Jewish people, empower the rabbis to decide when Rosh Chodesh is and the Jewish are it's the partnership between God and human Exactly. Beings. God and the Jewish people. And the same famous story with Rabbi, Rabbi Yeshua, with all the story that he said, God empowered the rabbis to make the decision in Jewish law, and then God is not, even God himself cannot interfere. The whole thing is, the Torah was given to human beings and empowered us to make the decision. And whatever the decision we make, that's the will of God. That's the point. But not we, but people who are in charge of Jewish law. And the rabbis of the Talmud. Okay, we are in number three. Six days shall work be performed, and on the seventh day in a Shabbos of resting, a holy assembly. You shall not do any work. It is a Shabbos for Adonai in all your dwelling places. Then he says, this is the uh, six days we should walk. It's an obligation to walk six days. As much as that, not as much, but as much there is an like there is an obligation to rest on Shabbat, there is an obligation to walk for six days. We cannot rest the whole week. We have to walk. We have to walking is a part of the, the true partnership with God is to walk, to create something in the world. Now we start to speak about the holidays. Number four. These are the appointed times of Adonai, the holy assemblies that you shall pre- proclaim them in their appointed times. That you should proclaim them again. You should proclaim them on the appointed times. We have the power to do it. Go ahead. In the first month, Nisan, on the 14th day of the month, in the afternoon, is a Pesach offering for Adonai. 
On the 15th day of this month is the festival of matzos for Adonai. For seven days you shall eat matzos. Okay, that's what we start the, the, on, the, on, the, on the 14th afternoon we, we offer the Passover lamb. Since then, since the moment we offered the Passover lamb, we could not eat chometz. Even before, the, even the Pesach starts at night, we don't eat chometz from the middle of the day, right? We burn the chometz around 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock, depends on the, on the year. From then, we're not allowed to eat chometz. Why? Because that was the time that you can start to, learn, to offer the Passover lamb. Then we have like, we don't eat chometz for like seven and a half days, so to speak. In the, in the Aspera, eight and a half days. Why were there two holidays here? I mean, we really have two back-to-back holidays, and it's now one. What do you mean? Well, uh, the Pesach holiday is technically the 14th of the month, and, and you know, the uh, festival of matzahs uh, is, is the 15th of the month. No, it says, on the 14th of the month, you offer the Pesach offering, not Pesach holiday. Passover offering is on the 14th. Were they, were, they ever, were they ever celebrated as two different holidays? No. It's not, it's not even do. It's part it's of not a holiday. It's not a holiday. It's not a holiday. God says on the 14th of the month, you should offer the Pesach. Mm-hmm. Just an act of doing something. Not a holiday. The 15th is a holiday. Chaga Matzot. It's not written Chaga Pesach. You're getting Chaga Pesach, we call it. Mm-hmm. God doesn't call it Chaga Pesach. God calls us Chag HaMatzot, you understand? Mm-hmm. Passover is not the name of the holiday. Passover is the name of the sacrifice. We gave the name Passover. You understand what I'm saying? Go ahead. On the first day, there shall be a day of holy assembly for you. You shall not do any work of labor. You shall bring a fire offering to Adonai on each of seven days. On the seventh day, it is a day of holy assembly. You shall not do any work of labor. Then on the first day and on the seventh day is Yontef, and the intermediate days is Cholamoyed. Right? Here we have two days Yontef. Why was the first day? And the first day, we, the, the day we came out from Egypt, the seventh day is the day of the splitting of the sea. That's why it's seven day Yontef. It's, it's a full. We, we came out from Egypt really only on the seventh day. As long, as long as Egypt was in strength and was able to chase the Jewish people, the Jews were not free people. Because they were running after them to take them back. Only when the Egyptians were in the sea, inside the sea, drowning, only then the Jewish people were free people of their, of their oppressors. Continue. Number nine. Adonai spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to B'nai Israel and say to them, When you come into the land that I give to you and you reap its harvest, you shall bring an omer of the first fruits of your harvest to the Kohen. Oh, you should bring a, a omer of harvest to the Kohen. Go ahead. He shall, go ahead. He shall wave the omer before Adonai, that it be favorably accepted for you. On the day after the day of rest, Pesach, the Kohen shall wave it. You shall prepare on the day when you wave the omer an unblemished male yearling lamb as a burnt offering to Adonai. It is a meal offering, is two-tenths of flour mixed with olive oil. It's a fire offering to Adonai of pleasing fragrance. Isn't there a controversy uh, between the rabbis on the day after the day of rest, Pesach? Oh. Was it Shabbat or was it the day after? Because it's written, you should bring the Omer as a wave offering to the temple. What's the Omer? Omer was a, measure, a measurement that was like a pound. 
a pound of flour made out of, of the barley from the first harvest that they had. And the new, the new, you cannot enjoy the barley in your home until we don't bring flour to the temple. One pound, one omer of flour. Then it's written in the Torah, and the day after the day of rest, you should bring it. What's the day after the day of rest? Then the rabbi said, they added a tradition for Moses, it means the day after Pesach, after the first holiday of Pesach. It means the second day of Pesach. Pesach this year was Tuesday. Wednesday would be the time to bring the Omer offering in the temple. The Sadducees said it's written the day after Shabbos. Right. That Shabbos is, that has to be, always has to be a Sunday. The day said if, if Pesach is, a, if Tuesday is the first day of Pesach, we're waiting until Shabbos. And after Shabbos, then we bring the, 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 the flower. And because the rabbis wanted to make sure that nobody accepted what the Sadducees say, they made a big event from the from the Omer from the Omer uh, sacrifice to make a point that's, that's not the right understanding of the, of the Torah because tradition that was the argument that we go by tradition or we go by what it's written and the rabbi said that what it's written is explained by tradition and if you have a tradition that's stronger than the, whatever the reason why the Torah is writes it that's an we need an explanation and there is explanation. But because we have a tradition now, Moses told us what's the meaning of the verse, we go by tradition. On a deeper level, there is a lot to be said about this issue, but on a deeper level, it's really an argument. The seventh day of the week is the nature, right? Cycle of how God created the world. Holidays, Pesach represents a miracle. Do you believe only in nature or you believe in miracles too? That was the argument in the Sadducees and the and the Pharisees, so to speak, the morally, the traditional Jews. But no matter what, that was the tradition, and the Jewish people all knew the tradition, and only the only us who are sitting around this table are the descendants of people who believed in the tradition, not who believed in the literal meaning. And we once had a whole class about the Sadducees and this thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Number 14. Bread, parched grain, or tender grain, you shall not eat until this very day, until you bring the offering of your God. It is an everlasting statute for all your generations and all your dwelling places. Yeah? Question. So they're talking about things that we technically don't eat during Pesach. Yes, but it's saying that once you offer the Omer, you can eat this, which would be still during Pesach. Yeah, yes? but bread doesn't mean bread. Well, but what about parched grain or tender grain? And um, you're talking about... Because didn't you just say barley? It was barley, yeah. No, you don't, you cannot, we cannot make uh, matzahs from barley. It's one of that. the grains you can make matzahs from. It sure. is one of the Five grains. Sure, sure, sure. You make, we can make matzahs from it. It doesn't mean it's just to be chometz. Mm -hmm. you can eat it. But in the time of the temple, I tell they didn't bring, you couldn't eat the new, from the new harvest. You can eat from last year's barley, from last year's flour, but not from this year. Okay. Mm -hmm. It has to be first given to the temple, then everybody can enjoy it. Then now comes what we are now busy with now, the counting of the Omer. You shall count for yourselves from the day after the day of rest, Pesach, from the day on which you will bring the Omer wave offering. Seven complete weeks they shall be. Until the day after the seventh week, you shall count 50 days, and you shall bring a new meal offering to Adonai. Okay. Then, 
Then on, on Pesach, you, you brought a wave offering from barley. Now you count seven weeks, for 50 days, he says. He says seven weeks, and he says 50 days. Seven weeks is 49 days, right? The 50th day is the day you bring it. Then you count, including the day that you brought the, the wave offering, the Omer, you count for seven weeks, and on the 50th day, you bring another another Omer offering. Of what? Of wheat. If, if, if Pesach was barley, now it's wheat. And that's why we started to count the Omer on Tuesday night. Tuesday night means Wednesday. The second day of Pesach, we started to count the Omer. Yesterday was number 13, right? Mm -hmm. No, number 14. Yesterday was number 14. We've completed just now two weeks of the Omer, and we have another five weeks uh, waiting for us. That's why we count, when we count the Omer, we count the number of the days and the number of the weeks, because God says to count days and count weeks. Seven weeks, 50 days. That's why when we count, we say, today is the 12th day of the Omer with one week and five days. Why we need both of them? Oh, you can't say one week and five days, oh, you can't. Because God said to count weeks and to count days. That's why we do it. And on the 50th day, we bring, and that's Shavuos. The Shavuos is 50 days from Pesach. Shavuos is not the sixth in the month of Sivan. It's actually this. But, or the fifth in the month of Sivan. Sixth of the month of Sivan. Shavuos is 50 days from Pesach. And I count 50 days. Now it's everything in the calendar. But in essence, that could happen the Shavuos, the holiday of, of, of the 50th day should be a day before the day we receive the Torah or a day after. We'll not get into this confusing business, but that's what it could be. It's the only holiday we have that's connected to another holiday in terms of You're time. right. You're right. Because Shavuos is the culmination of Pesach. Shavuos, we receive the Torah from God, right? Shavuos is, we came out from Egypt, from, we were taken out from Egypt for a purpose, mm -hmm. to receive the Torah, to accept the, the kingdom of God. If we, wouldn't, we would not accept, if we wouldn't say seven Ishma, we will listen and we will do, we will do and we will listen, and Shavuos, the whole purpose of Pesach would be, so to speak, God to send us back to Egypt, in essence. Why does the Torah not mention the connection with Mount Sinai? I mean, I understand the agricultural connection. We've got a number of holidays to talk about the agricultural connection, but you would think there would have at least been some hint there in the Torah that we were talking about Sinai at that point. I think the holiday of Sinai is something the Jewish people need to celebrate. We, it's our holiday, it's our Yom Tov. You understand? We need to make a holiday of it. God gave us the Torah, we should celebrate. It's not God has to order us to celebrate, so to speak. But we are lucky that it lines up with the holiday that God said there. I mean, and I appreciate that reason, but I mean, are, are there some other reasons that you've heard of explaining why that you know we, we, we there is no connection in the Torah at least to to Sinai? Yeah, I'll tell you there is the whole thing is no, no connection in Torah. There is so many things so I don't have a connection, a clear connection, because it's a the tradition is a part of the Torah, part of the whole thing. Just counting this, just counting the forty nine days is a rec rectifying your soul to receive the Torah in itself. That's more that's more the spiritual explanation. And he said that's not written in the Torah. In the Torah, is you going to read the number 17? <laughs> From the land of your dwelling places, you shall bring two bread wave offering. 
of two tenths of flour they shall be. You shall bake them leavened and first fruit offering for the night. You shall bring along with the bread seven unblemished yearling lambs. You know, we should skip the next two verses. We'll go to number 331, number 21. Go ahead. Yeah. You shall proclaim on this very day. It shall be a day of holy assembly for you. You shall not do any work of labor. It is an everlasting statute in all your dwelling places throughout your generations. Okay, then the 50th day should be a day of Yontef, right? Mm -hmm. The 50th day from counting from Pesach is a day, is a, is a day of holiday. Is, that only, is, is, this, is that only uh, one, one day also? But keep in essence, it would be no. In diaspora, it's two days Yontef. Shavuos mm -hmm. is two days Yontef. You're a good question. Why is it two days Yontef? But if you don't know when Pesach is, you don't know when Shavuos is. But after two, I mean, 15 days, not all the communities can know, but after 50, 50, after 65 days, by now everybody could know. But because we didn't want to differentiate between one holiday and the other, they did it two days too. In essence, only, only Sukkot and Pesach should be two days younger. And Shavuos should be one day, because it's 50 days from Pesach. By Shavuos, everybody all over the world should know when Pesach is, when, when, when was Rosh Chodesh Nisan. And it should be one day Yontef. But because he didn't want to differentiate between Pesach and Shavuos, people would get confused. They say, everything is two days Yontef and finished. Hmm. That's one. Then what we, now, that this is the, if you want the technical reason, the time of the temple, now that we don't have a temple, why we still, we still celebrate, well, I mean, we celebrate, because it's written in what's the spiritual reason? Because when the Jews left Egypt, they were celebrating, uh, uh, they asked Moses, when is God going to give the Torah? It says in 50 days. Then they started to count the days. That there is the counting of the days, not only because of the Omer, the deeper reason because we, and it's not just, in Judaism, you don't just count days. You prepare yourself. What do you prepare yourself? In the, in the in Pesach, we bring barley to the temple. And Shavuot, we bring wheat to the temple. Who eats barley? Yeah. Animals. animals. Not in America, normal people. <laughs> Usually in normal countries, animals. Who eats wheat? Human beings. Everyone in himself has a godly side and an animal side. A human side and an animal side. The animal side is barley. And Pesach, we go out from Egypt. We are animals. We are just freed from Egypt. We didn't change ourselves. The animal side of us controls us. When a person loses control, we say, he behaves like an animal. You're right. At that time, he was like an animal. Five minutes later, he, he gets himself together. He realizes what a stupid behavior he had. He behaves like a human being. That he has the godly side of him. Then the whole process from Pesach to Shavuos is to change our diet from barley to wheat. A little less barley, a little more wheat. To refine ourselves, to become human beings. And when we become a mensch, then we can become godly people. God can give us the Torah. God cannot give the Torah to animals. There is nobody there. You cannot speak to them. They don't get it. You have to turn them into human beings. After you are human beings, you become holy human, holy people. In Hebrew, the word holy people, in English, the word holy comes before people. In Hebrew, the word people comes before the word holy. Anshei Kodesh. God says, be people, then holy. Mm -hmm. Then we are, we are starting as the lowest level, as like, like animals. 
Well, a, a baby is born. He wants everything. Everything, me, me, me. <laughs> we have to teach him to share, to say thank you. He's born selfish. Nothing wrong with that. He didn't do a sin, but that's how he's born. Over the time, we learn to be mentioned, to share, to share, to share a toy, to share a room, to share a life, to share our possession, to share. As we're getting older, we learn more. That's what makes a human being. That's Pesach to Shavuos. It's a journey, a little less barley, a little more weight. Every day we become a little more human. Hopefully by the fifth, there is 49 steps of the spiritual ladder that we have to claim on, on, on the counting of Dharma. By Shavuos, hopefully will be deserving God should give us the Torah. That's why we count only 49 days. The 50th level comes from God. But God cannot give you if you are not, if there is nobody there. If he first needs human being, then he can be a king. When did then he can give him something. The, the first year that they left Egypt. That's why I just said before. They asked Moses, Reb Moshe, when are we going to receive the Torah? Moses says in 50 days that they started to count the days. Oh, counting the days is, was counting the over then. If it was a Omer, no, it was no Omer yet. That's what I meant. The Omer was a year later. It was more than that. Right. The Omer, here it's written, when you come to the land of Israel, you have to do the Omer. They were not agricultures. They were not harvesting. They were not sowing. They were not planting. They didn't have anything. The mitzvah of the Omer started four years later when they entered the land of Israel. But the concept of counting happened the first year. If the second year of being in, each, in, in the desert they count the Omer, the third year if they count the Omer, I don't know, I don't... Not necessarily. But the first year when they left Egypt, they count 50 days. The mitzvah is only when you enter the land of Israel. And only when there is a temple. But now we continue to count because for the spiritual reason, for getting ready for the holiday of Shavuos.